epic gumdrop, sweeter than renegade dog boys. Hey, James. Hey, Jeff. So this week we resurrected the dead. Yes, it was easier than you would think. It was easier. Thank you, Internet. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we played a game that barely existed, let alone doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the Riffs collectible card game. What's, what's that, you ask? That's a very good question. Maybe give an a explanation of what is Riffs for those who've never played uh, what most people probably know as a role-playing game. Yes, so you may have heard us talk about Riffs before. Uh, which is a role-playing game that's been around over 20 years, uh, produced by Palladium Books. And um, how can we best describe the universe of Rifts? Bonkers. Um, hey, you know every role-playing game you've ever played? Imagine you dropped all those books in a pile. Yeah. And uh, and you said, we want all of this in it. Yeah. And that's Rifts. It's kind of awesome. Rifts is the game that doesn't say no. <laughs> Yeah, it just doesn't stop. It's the, that guy at the party. Yes. <laughs> it just, dude, and, dude, don't, and, oh, he did it. And I love it for that reason. Uh, yeah. Yeah, there are is... there are rules for writing up a psychic character that rides a dinosaur, robotic dinosaur while carrying a automatic weapon. Those, uh, yeah. Obviously. Yeah, you yeah. can do that. Yeah, it, it hurts my head when I look at it, but it's still, I, I couldn't help but kind of laugh and think this is so fun Yes, at the same time. Like, it's so ridiculous, but it's kind of awesome. Yeah, and so... Um, I think there's a return to this th- this kind of style of insanity mm-hmm. in a way, but it definitely stood out. It Yes, and that there's a reason it's still around. Um, I mean, you may have heard us say, uh, great fluff, terrible system, yeah. and that's generally how people look on riffs and it's because they're trying to they tried to write a system where you could suss out anything you wanted to do which means you'll break it within five minutes yes uh and there's no concept of balance yeah yeah and that's but then they thought you know what we should take this and we should probably uh license it out as a collectible card game well i don't know if they thought that or if uh the company precedence uh came along uh because you know, it was the 90s, the late 90s, and uh, and there weren't enough collectible card games. No. So they said, let's develop one and let's release it in 2001. Well, they had, I think they had some success. They did Babylon 5. Yeah, that one ran um, for a long time. Yeah, their collectible so I think card they game. got, they had some experience. They were going with mm-hmm. it. They understood the idea of uh, multiplayer yep. as well in collectible card games, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, and they also, yeah, they'd, 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 the, it seems like the company was founded on licensing something and making a collectible card game out of it. And they've, for the most part, um, if you look at the reviews of their games, uh, they did the Tomb Raider game as well as Babylon 5, people seem to think they did a good job retaining the feel of the property. It wasn't um, just tacked on to some other system. No. Uh, So that's that's a plus in their column. And then they did Riffs. Yeah, in 2001. It wouldn't be the thing you think would work as a collectible card game with uh, that idea of balance. It's a hard thing to manage. Yeah, but I guess if you look at it, collectible card games aren't really balanced. True. It's, you know, every single one of them I've ever seen ends up with, this is the power combination at the moment that you will be facing. Well, it's usually power creep, not power, 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 more power. Um, although I think the cards in the they they toned set, it down a little bit. yeah, they're definitely, we're going for a balance. Yeah. Uh, but let's see if we can... 
So let's go through the process of what you did to bring this back to life. So you had jumper cables. Yeah. Uh, we went to the graveyard late at night. And we're going to skip well, over l- that. Well, let me start at the beginning. Okay. One of my, um, one of the greatest tragedies in life. Really, this is a, this is a first world problem all the way. One of the greatest tragedies in life is that there has only ever been one video game based on riffs. And it was for the N-Gage. Do you remember the N-Gage at all? No. Uh, the N-Gage was Nokia going, hey, people might use these phones as a video game system. So let's give them a handheld video game system that's also a phone, but really it's a handheld video game system because it would be the most awkward thing in the world to make a phone call using this. Uh, and people we'll want to do phone calls with a Game Boy. That seems like yeah, a Yeah, and we'll put the most powerful portable processors in that we can right now. Huh. And it will sell a ton of video games. And yeah, people won't mind unscrewing a battery flap to change games, right? Because they're not going to change games very often. No, that seems and other really great design decisions. So uh, so the Rift game came succeed. out um, for the N-Gage. And it's, it's a fan. It's, the reviews on it are phenomenal. It's, a, huh. it's, it's one of the better role-playing games made that nobody's ever played. And I have never played it because I don't have an N-Gage. I'm not going to spend money on an old N-Gage. And uh, there's no N-Gage emulators that will actually play the games. They'll just play the, the Java kernel. <laughs> so you can do things like write notes in the Nokia Note <laughs> program, but you can't actually emulate huh. an N-Gage on a computer. So I can't play this game. And it's sad to me. And I keep thinking somebody's going to port this over to DS or something at some point. You'd think. Uh, and so uh, probably every six months or so, I, I Google Riff's game to see if any tractions <laughs> happened on this. And this has been my life since the 90s. And uh, it has not happened. Huh. Uh, but during one of these rambly searches, much like the story itself, I came across, I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. There was a Riff's collectible card game. For a brief shining moment in yeah. time. And it is funny because uh, the Rifts game came out for the N-Gage and the N-Gage died very soon after that. Mm. And then I find out later a Rifts card game comes out from a company that was successful at producing card games and that company went out of business soon after that. It's like the, there's a curse, like the Kevin Ciambietta curse. Like, I don't know. Like this one, it feels like it's not his fault. No. I don't this think, is the I, one time I, it's not. I don't think it. Yeah. yeah they they had, just they, had, circumstance. they had one very successful game, the Babylon 5-1, yeah. and uh, they'd had it since 97. And in 2001, the license was up and they could not get it back. Yeah. And they thought, well, if we don't have the Babylon 5 game supporting our operation, we don't have a company. <laughs> yeah. Let's shutter the doors. Yeah. So. so they got the presses rolling with the Rifts game. Yeah. The, the game came out. They were doing organized play events. They were they were doing support for, for retailers. Uh, and Brrr. yeah, it was it. <laughs> it was gone. Hey, we're going to we're going to do some expansions. Yeah. So sometime in 2002 or 2003, you could get really cheap boosters, and uh, and that and I knew none of this at that time. Huh. I was uh, unaware, you blissfully. I'm gonna say blissfully unaware. I just didn't hoarding. know. I would have been a hoarding, uh, but I didn't. So when I found out it existed now, uh, I wanted to buy some, and you can't, uh, which is fantastic. Um, my brother, fortunately, had bought bought that's a word had bought. Yep. Uh, two starters at some point. Huh. Uh, and when he moved in with his girlfriend now, um, he said, here's a box of stuff I don't want. Do you want anything in it? And they were one of the things in there. So I'm like, okay, now I own some Rifts cards. Yeah. What am I going to do with these? Because hmm. uh, the, they called the, st- the starters starters, but you couldn't actually play the legitimate game 
with the starter. You played sort of a, a dumbed down version of the game, which so was much less satisfying. In the spirit of it, you got on your dial-up internet. Yes. <laughs> waited for the, the pings. Yeah. And then you... Uh... I'm like, okay, this site has a picture of every card in the game. Hmm. I should, I should print some of these. I should print some of these and cut them out. Uh, and then later I realized I should print some of them and have someone else cut them out. <laughs> and uh, and try to create a game that we could play uh, for a game night. And technology being what it is, you, yeah. you for a very reasonable price, were able to reconstruct a game system. Yes, which was fun. And I did it. I did it. I did the whole hog. I did it all right. I'm like, okay, I'm going to make booster packs. Yeah. I'm going to print out enough cards and sort them. So that each player that shows up at our game night can have 14 booster packs as well as their starter. It was rad. Uh, I, when I showed up at your house, there was a table just covered in yeah. in upside down piles of paper. I was yes. like, what is this? <laughs> this looks intriguing and mysterious. Uh, yeah, it's a weird thing because the most expensive part of this entire process is uh, because I just had them printed on regular paper. Uh, and they looked good, too, I got to say. Really like I'm, yeah. I'm really was happy with how they came out. Yeah. Um, but because we needed you know, backing for them in a way to, to make it so you couldn't see what card it was. I had to get sleeves. <laughs> then the card sleeves were the most expensive part of the process. Yeah. So, uh, so that's fun. Uh, but yeah, we, uh, yeah. So we each got our cards and sorted them out and, and tried to figure out the rules as we put our decks together. I, I've never built a blind, like it was a really interesting process. Yeah. I mean, Cause I, I've read some of the riffs books and that you'd let yeah. me, so I had some concept of the system. Mm -hmm. I knew I could, in my head, I was like, okay, this is going to be like super overpowered. Yes. So as we started looking through those boosters and sorting it into piles and factions and getting, just trying to get our own mm -hmm. sense of things, that was bonkers. It was. It was It was weird. overwhelming. And yeah. it was, it was a lot, like there's a, how many cards with a few hundred cards? So uh, we each had 14 boosters. Each has 11 cards in it. Hmm. So... I can't even do that math. And then the base. It was it was eighty six pages of cards I had printed. Huh. So eighty six times nine was the total number of cards. Seven hundred. Yeah, lots. Yeah, eight hundred and thirty six or something. something. Like that. Yeah, uh, it was lots. <laughs> it was very lots. It was uh, cool though. To it go was. With, it was. You really felt. It wasn't like we felt. I, I felt like we were playing some kneecapped version of it, mm -hmm. or we just had like you know a couple two boosters, and really we were playing a, a bad pretendy version yeah it really felt like we were at an event and we were playing a full tilt version yes. of this game because there was so much selection that was mm -hmm. awesome so yeah we sat down for it was a while it was like two hours almost. it was about two hours of building yes just getting yes. our heads around and, and one guy showed up late which we felt bad about because we forgot to recap the rules <laughs> as he's yeah. building his team so he's just building it going oh this looks cool i'll put this in yeah <laughs> yeah uh but uh but yeah then we played and uh it was it's an interesting game yeah it wasn't i i thought it would just be like smash smash mm -hmm. total devastation overpowered yeah I, did, I didn't think it would work yeah i was very skeptical i thought it would be fun but i didn't know if it would work i thought it kind of worked i think so it's it's you could i think the problem with this system is that we're playing with the the first release yeah and any collectible card game the first release uh it's like the pilot episode of a show it goes, here's the concepts, here's how it works, uh, now you can play it. Exactly. And it's, it's really basic and vanilla. Yeah. Um, and then it's the, the second and the third release that really get a system going. Totally. Uh, and we, this game did not get a second or third no. release. So this would be like having a base set of Netrunner, 
Yeah. And that's all you get. Yeah, exactly. And you just enjoy that. And yeah. it would be fun. Yep. But that's this had that same kind of feel to it where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I want you you start seeing the weaknesses in the system and you're you, I mean we w- I would have built differently I think mm-hmm. we played a we played it a few times and I I built a fast lean deck yeah with a lot of um, cities or whatever you call them like the land. base units yeah basically yeah I kept using yeah. magic terms because it's yep. very I don't need more language in my head <laughs> but it's like yeah you have your land that you set down your cities yeah. And then you use that to power all of your, what is it? What do you call those guys? Field units. Field units. Yeah. Uh, So all your creatures go out. Yeah. And they, uh, yeah, they have some, there's events, some special abilities, some secret cards, but largely it's very magic-y. Yeah. Uh, But multiplayer, that was cool. So we played three on three, like the three of us went around and we all attacked in one direction. Yes. Um, that was interesting. I, th- I thought it, it worked. It was coherent. It, yeah. it wasn't totally busted. Like you didn't go, oh, this game doesn't work. It was no. pretty, it was more straightforward than the rules let on. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. The rules were a little convoluted. Well, that always happens when you read collectible card game rules because yeah. there's just so much verbiage and yeah. and here's how to read the card. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but it's a, yeah, I would agree. I think, I think if I had a complaint about the game is that it is too basic at this point. Yeah. There's not a lot of decision making you're going to play you know like if you if you have 10 cards in your hand you know which two you're going to put down this turn exactly because oh this one will get me the most resources later and you and so again without getting too much detail how you play every you have a nation card which is your your faction in the game yeah and then you use that to play your base units you can only play your base units by using your your uh faction cards that limits your uh sort of like in um uh Magic, you only you can only put down one card of mana, one mana card every turn, and that makes it so the game ramps up slowly, so you're not getting a whole bunch at once. So that's right. sort of the throttle on your resources. Yeah, and then you use those to play your your field units. Yeah, and that's the creatures doing stuff. And it was a little too much of I attack you with everything because there's not a lot of consequences exactly. to attacking. Exactly, and that yeah. that whole uh, the counter strike or whatever they call it mm-hmm. counter attack. Yeah, counter attack. Like that was a thing that was going to come later yeah if the system had lived that's i think my most frustrating part of the whole process is i found uh a um uh i've basically they used to have a list serve right where you would uh you would put your email address in and then you would email a server and then it would email everybody who was on the the list serve. right and there's an archive of that on the internet and in it the designer of the game talks about the next expansion, which they're working on, it was just about to go to print when they <laughs> shuttered and the things it would address. And it was counterattack was one of them um, in the, the base game. Um, events are uh, hard to use because you have to be using it on a re- mostly non-tapped opponent. But since you tap to attack and you're going to attack with everybody every turn, yeah, then it's really hard to to use it on them. So they're going to address some of that and they're going to add new factions and they're going to add alternate victory conditions, which I think would be a, a yes. really big. Because we just played deck depletion, basically. Yeah, it is a your deck is your life game, um, which worked for this game. I'm generally not a fan of it, no. but it worked pretty yeah, good for this game. Your deck, instead of being like 40, 50 cards, was, yeah. my, my deck was 82 cards. Yeah. They're <laughs> mammoths. So you, did, you had no issue. And, and that's the, all defined by your nation card as well. Right. So. But they were um, still even. I think the lowest, lowest one is sixty-five. Yeah, yeah. 
So it's they're giant. Yeah. And then some depending what you put in it, you might have card values of three. So mm-hmm. one card might be worth three. Yeah. For for taking purposes. damage. Yeah. So yeah, it's you don't feel bad about it. and that was what was kind of weird. We just ripped through the deck mm-hmm. just taking damage. Yeah. So it was I could see it was kind of yeah, depend the first game was different and then mm-hmm. the second game was just a bloodbath and yep. it was this I, yeah, I kept wanting like traps, snares, more yeah. little little things. There wasn't way. enough ways to deal with annoying opponents because you ended up with a big army. Yeah, um, and uh, we were you were playing uh, we were playing three player, uh, and uh, me and the other guy we couldn't get enough units out in front of us, no. and so it just led to a runaway victory for you because we couldn't we couldn't deal with your units. Um, so it needs some stuff. Now, again, we weren't playing with the whole set either. No. Because in our 14 boosters each, and we did uh, basically had enough for four players, um, that was only 56 uh, um, rare cards, of which there's 100. Okay. And not only that, it's 56 rare cards with some doubles, and I think there's a triple in there as well, because I just mm. set up a spreadsheet and randomized everything to try to make it as close to uh, I, you know, distribution I, as possible. But I think that's enough to really give you a taste. Yeah. Right? Like that was, that's Oh, for sure. Reality. But we are missing some mechanics. Right. Right. But that's I can't the, see that they no. might be missing that many. No. Um, who's the, uh, Mike Hummel and uh, Kevin Tuart were the designers on this. And yeah, yeah I think they did, uh, they did an admirable job on it. I think they had a lot of, um, you know, good, his, they, they had a lot long history of magic mm-hmm. to work from. Like there was a lot of stuff that had been out and yep. the Babylon five stuff. And so there was a lot of experience. So when they mm-hmm. came to this, it wasn't like they took a bonkers system like riffs and just made a bonkers card game. Like yeah. they, it's pretty refined in that way. Yeah. The balance, it was as balanced as it could be. If you're going to have mm-hmm. like the glitter boy mech things and the, uh, you know, and then the smaller yeah. lay walk, lay line walkers, whatever the, yep. like the smaller units and, there is balance. I mean, you go from a value of three to a value of seven or eight or up to whatever, 10 or something. I don't uh, know. Like for cost of yeah. putting out. Yeah, 10, I think, is the highest I saw. So, I mean, it was yeah. it was all within a range that mm-hmm. was reasonable. Yeah, and again, I think another thing um, that worked against us is we were just using what our version of what we thought would work as a deck in the game. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think we could all um, have built better decks now i think so i would tweak it yeah i think i would play a similar style though yeah yours was working for you like the the thing about your deck i thought was you were getting the cards you needed when you needed them yeah and that's always a good sign whereas i felt i didn't have enough of one thing or the other it uh, it was a hard economy game yeah like i i found a third of my deck almost was economy Mm -hmm. so i was just playing out economy 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 and then yeah just getting enough guys in the field and not worrying about weird special cards. Yep. And just, yeah, going bonkers with the yeah. attack. And that that's kind of not great. But mm-hmm. again, I guess it depends if you guys had gotten more stuff out. It would have been more skirmish. And yeah, absolutely. And there would have been more attrition than there was on your on your army. Yeah, yeah. I you know it's interesting. Like I think in us reflecting and having this conversation, it, it just goes to show that there was enough there that it's worth resurrecting in a way. Yeah. Like well, I had fun doing it. It was a fun process. The main reason this game's worth resurrecting is the art. It, and the they, they art did reuse is, the art, I think, on the Rift stuff later. Yeah, in the, in, if you have the ultimate edition of Rifts, the color fo- uh, art pages 
most of that art comes from this game, which is pretty cool. There is some cool art. Oh, it's there's just it's just it's all over the place. Oh, it is. But you know that's, um, yeah, that's the fun of riffs, right? Like, uh, the uh, the man eagles were a nice yeah. picture. Where we got to just basically every piece of art you can discuss something. Yeah, uh, the, the Titan juicers. Yes, the NGV7 Hunter mobile guns with the bullets or giant rockets flying right at you is pretty yeah, nice. I mean, pretty good. Uh, it's there's a lot of just iconic images Special from that projects. game. Special You've got the uh, uh, what do you call those? Uh, the simian type <laughs> professors. Yeah. So yeah, mutant ape, I would say, yeah, or chimpanzee. Ape. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, it's it's and it's, then the witchlings. You know, it's just kind of. Yeah, a little bit uglier card art, but like right. more evocative than anything. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this it's a weird it's a range of styles range. and a range of subject matter. In it's it's rifty all the way through. Those mobile guns are funny. They're pretty good, aren't they? Yeah, I, it made it fun to look down your hand every turn. That's for sure. The mind melters. I like the art. Yeah, of that. very evocative. And then the cities and stuff. So yeah, it's 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 nice to look at. It's, mm-hmm. it's like it does feel very dated. Like you're not going to play this and think, oh yeah, this is totally. Like... No, it takes you back to that. It does that late '90s, early 2000s for sure. Yeah, but uh, but that was part of the reason to bring it back. Well, to that life. was part of the charm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm glad you went through it though. I think it was. It made me think there must be so many interesting circumstances like this in game history mm-hmm. where a product gets created, so much love and energy goes into it. Yeah. And it just timing, economics, whatever it is, uh, you know, just kills the whole project. And it just died too early. It wasn't mm-hmm. because it's bad. It's because it just, it, timing. Yeah. And it's sad to think of all of that wasted effort. Yeah. So it's kind of, it was nice to just, you know, give it uh, some proper attention. See, I don't know if I'm done with it yet either. No, I don't no, think I so. Think, I would uh, play it again. Well, I, and I think from a, from a, um, gameplay design front hmm. it would be nice to create an expansion that addresses some of the issues we have with the base game totally and see if our ideas on balancing and and mechanics would make the game better or destroy it well i think since you know I, this being 2001 was it uh 2001 yeah 2001 so i mean there's been 14 years since then. Yep. And I think there's been so much learned in that process. Like I, you know, a lot of what I was bringing to it was Netrunner because that's mm-hmm. what I play, but there's so many games that have come out since then yeah. that I think it would be, I think we would just unconsciously bring a lot of that to it yeah, and trying sure. to tweak it and make it more interesting for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we, I, I don't think we'd break it. No. I think it, it's all about the subtle moves yeah. and the, you know, interesting. I think I, we would build our own metagame almost into yeah. this thing. Yeah. Um, and maybe bring more from the, the RPG. Yeah. Well, it. and that's the nice thing. I mean, the, 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 the game it's based on, the role-playing game it's based on is so much rich source material yeah. that I could see, I could see the appeal of working on the game back then just to, to dive into there and figure out what you're going to use and what you're not going to use and what, how those uh, role-playing game stats translate into the card game stats. Yeah, totally. And yeah. There's, yeah, there's so much information about every little detail mm-hmm. that it would be very easy to go and pluck out interesting. Yeah. Know, like they must have had so much fun doing that when they designed Oh, I thing. imagine, yeah. It would have been hard to stop yourself. Like they really hit the high points. Mm-hmm. They got the factions and they, you know, represented them. And they were yep. just 
just touching on yeah. it. I mean, as much as I make fun of riffs as being totally bonkers. And it is. It's kind of awesome at the same... Like, I admire but, the audacity to create something so broad. Doesn't that and work? And try to a, paint all those yeah. little dots. And doesn't that... that uh, anything can happen-ness of the role-playing game, doesn't that translate well into a card game where you draw a card and who yes. knows how that's going to turn the game? Exactly. All of a sudden, you put down the giant half-mechanical, half-magical whale creature that's going to destroy everything else. I, I think there was there was a lot of humor. Like, card, you know, these kinds of games, they can be serious when you play them. Mm-hmm. And sometimes the humor isn't in the game like you know what i mean yeah. like you can joke around while you're playing but it's pretty serious and the cards are somewhat serious yeah this was pretty funny because sometimes you would just pull something out and we were just laughing at the ridiculousness of some of the you know something some circumstances seem so overpowered who doesn't like humanoid dogs wearing body armor smoking <laughs> cigars who doesn't like that that's yeah yeah you see that all the time and i think the flavor text was something about uh, hoping there's time to play a game of poker after which is just fantastic <laughs> Ah, riffs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was a good experience. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, there was a lot of effort involved in putting everything together. How many together. hours do you think you put into this? I don't want to say, but more than I would have liked. Yeah. Yeah. There's there a lot of just trying to figure out what to do too. Cause originally I was going to print everything, but I felt like, uh, if you did multiple copies of every card, then, well, first off that would have been expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, second off, I don't, you, you, I wouldn't feel like I was playing the game because you, you, you wouldn't have the same uh, restrictions you have when you buy boosters, hmm. right? So I, I think I wanted to replicate that feeling of opening up a new toy and seeing what you got and how to make it work. Yeah, yeah. So that was it was fun. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun to play it. So I, I would definitely encourage anybody out there who. It was tickled by this whole concept. Go, yeah. go and do it. It's it's intriguing. Yeah, we'll have some links on our website, mm-hmm. which is breakingdads.com. 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 It is. It's true. Uh yeah. And uh yeah, you can click through and I'm I'm <laughs> it'll be uh it's an interesting just look at the cards. They're fun to look at. Yeah. For sure. I think if you know, all systems seem to have good and bad mm-hmm. for art and theme and everything yeah. and i this is the it's this is no different this felt yeah it felt more complete than i expected i was mm-hmm. happy with the whole experience and we had a lot of fun which at the end of yes. the day i think it was more than i had hoped for yes yeah the time flew by it did yeah and it was it's one like, in the oh, morning it's 1 30 let's yeah. <laughs> we should probably go home totally but yeah i think uh you and i should probably get our decks together and go and uh smash some glitter boys and uh, that works for me all right I've been James. And I'm still Jeff. We'll see you next time.